welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is our first retail disaster. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y, creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website, or get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so first and foremost, I know I didn't get a chance to podcast on Thursday, and I am sorry about that. There's been a lot of changes that we've been doing on the back end in the production facility to help make things flow a little bit easier for the Christmas season. We had a different plan that we were going to be doing that many of you may know a little bit about if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, but um, the plans changed a little bit all of a sudden on us in early October. And so we've been working on kind of scrambling to solve that problem. I'm going to do a big podcast on that specific topic in a little while, but things are still a little bit up in the air. So I don't want to say anything that could potentially jeopardize the um, the relationship there. So I'll go more into detail there, but we've been really working on heavily revitalizing and renovating kind of our current workshop and our warehouse to make things a little bit more conducive to do the hopefully large production for the Christmas season. That being said, those of you who are the ones that have been ordering already for Christmas, thank you so much. It really does help. For those of you who are waiting till after Thanksgiving to order your product, please feel free to order it in advance because I have an odd feeling that our production is going to be wildly swamped considering the fact that Thanksgiving is the 28th of November. So it's way late this year, which means that our normal product production schedule will be quite quite shortened and I'm not worried about I'm not really looking forward to that that's going to be a bit of a hectic time I'll also have a brand new baby which was poor planning on my part but um the uh the, a lot of new exciting things have been happening and I'm hoping that using October to launch a lot of these cool things will allow us to really ramp up the energy and the motivation um and we'll get people excited about the company it certainly is exciting for me so for those of you who didn't uh, get the message last week First off, check your emails. And if you're not getting emails from us, go subscribe. But we launched our bag tag. We launched our sunglasses case. And we launched our key fob. Um, and I wanted to talk about these a little bit. Um, this is obviously not going to be the main focus of this particular podcast. But the uh, key fob here has the keys associated. There's a, You can hold up to four keys or you can hold two USB drives. And they hold on each of the individual um the sides and they're post oriented so they're kind of based off of linear posts rather than key rings which means that the uh, whole storage system is linear which makes it nice and compact it can fit in the palm of your hand very nicely and I like that we also launched our bag tag solution so for those of you who are watching on YouTube you'll get a better view of this we've got a uh, one side of it has a um, branded logo you know, to give it that nice look. And then the other side has up to five lines of information with 25 characters on each line. Go check out the website if you're looking for uh, more photos of that and more demos of that. We also launched our sunglass case. We've got a beautiful soft-sided case that is able to be personalized with um, some, some text on the back. So if you're interested in getting yourself a fancy leather sunglasses case or you're looking to get someone else a fancy leather sunglasses case, um, please go check that out on the website. We're going to have a whole a bunch more accessories that we're hopefully going to be launching in the future here. I'm hoping to get everything out on the market maybe by the end of November, but um, we'll see. It'll be, it's a little bit dicey launching products. There's just a lot of moving parts that don't ever seem to go quite my way, but that's okay. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about um, 
our retail experience uh, and, and our first retail experience. Oh, but before I forget, we're actually launching a new color, a limited edition color, I should say, um, today when the podcast goes live on, on Tuesday. So if you haven't got a chance to go check out the website today, go check it out. It's going to be a limited edition f- color called Campfire. It's like a burnt orange. It's kind of somewhere between our chestnut and our espresso. It is beautiful. It's got some very interesting detail in it. It's, it's kind of got uh, a little bit of a dynamic look, a dynamic pull. It's a very nice burnt orange color that I think is, is quite beautiful. It also is going to be, there's only 100 available of our slim cut uh, Merdy number 1 binders and our classic cut Merdy number 2 journals. So there's only going to be 100 and on the back it's going to say one, limited edition 1 of 100, 2 of 100, 3 of 100, 4 of 100 and so on until we run out. So go check that out and be sure to order right away before they run out. So now back to our retail experience and our, our first, I, I, I keep saying our first retail disaster. I'm hoping it's our last one, but I doubt that's the case. Uh, for those of you who've been paying attention, we ended up going to the Cedarburg uh, Oktoberfest, and before that, we went to the Wine and Harvest Fest. They were uh, there was a weekend in between them, so it was the I think the second to last weekend in September. There was the weekend in between that, and then it was the first weekend of October. And I have mixed feelings about how it went. Um, I, I will say that. All of these kinds of things are weather dependent, and that is, of course, you know, something that is absolutely out of my control. Uh, but uh, I, I think that it was a very interesting learning experience, and I'm really glad we went because it helped me get a sense of the retail experience for our company and kind of the direction I want to go with it now that I'm thinking more and have a little more experience in this under my belt. So, first and foremost, the festival. On, let's just start with Wine and Harvest Fest. We got there early on Saturday morning to set up the way we were supposed to, and we had a 10 by 10 tent, and we had spent, we 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 had no idea what we were to expect going in, so we brought a ton of supplies. We brought pretty much every color of everything, except for obviously number threes, which are kind of a pain in the butt, and we couldn't bring anything more than basically the classic, the mini cut, and then the different types, three of the number ones, the pocket, the pen, uh, pocket wide and slim. So it was a little bit of a smaller uh, collection of our product line, but that's kind of representative of, of other than number threes of our biggest products, right? And we only brought the three classic colors. We didn't bring any of the premium colors, mostly because, you know, we don't have a ton of those sitting on the shelf because they're a little bit of a slower mover for us. And so they're a little more premium. And, you know, we didn't want to have something on the table that wasn't really going to sell. We brought a ton of pre-engravings, just a whole bunch of them. And we had done those in advance and we had, you know, it was, it was hard to figure out what we wanted to do for this festival because we had no idea what would sell and we had no frame of reference. And when you have no frame of reference, you make a lot of mistakes. You, you do your best and you guess and then you're wrong. Uh, so we had done a lot of pre-engravings on number ones. We had a couple pre-engraved number twos are kind of our big, you know, biggest hits. Uh, da Vinci, Vitruvian, Compass, um, a lot of those kinds of things that we, we knew were probably going to be, you know, bigger sellers. So we got there early on Saturday morning. We set up the tent. I, I bought a tent for this. It wasn't that expensive. We got it on Amazon, and I like it. Um, you know, it's the kind of thing we didn't want to spend a lot of money on something that we may not use that often. So we got it, and we got tables, and we got set up, and uh, we, we put everything out. And it was really, it wasn't cold that day, or it wasn't cold Sunday either, but it was uh, very overcast, and it was like threatening to rain all day. And then it ended up, it actually ended up raining. 
So Saturday, it, was, it wasn't a bad day, actually. Saturday, that first day of the festival, we had pretty good foot traffic. We had been making um, samples for everyone, which was one half of a bag tag, so it was just the one piece of leather, with our, uh, our company name engraved on the front of the sample that we were giving away. It was a little keychain, uh, little key rings on it. And we'd kind of debated what did we want to put on the sample. Uh, I decided that I wanted to put the the words Murdy Creative Co. period, right? So not our website, which would have been the easy to go to. I didn't want to put too much on there because I wanted people to really get a sense of the leather and to see more of the leather and less of the engravings. But I also wanted to put engravings on there so people could see the depth of the engraving and the quality of what we do and everything. So I decided Murdy Creative Co. And what we told people was type this into Google and it will be the first thing to come up, which, it, which is true. And the reason behind that is a couple of reasons. One, I want people to remember our name, not necessarily our website. If they're going to remember anything, I want them to remember our name. And I also think that if you type it into Google, you actually get a much better picture of our company because you see our Instagram, you see our Facebook, you see our Amazon links, you see our Etsy page. I mean, you, you see all of those things as all of the different responses. So I think that our presence on Google, when particularly when you type in those words into Google, is a really solid presence. Obviously, we got our website near the top too. So we said type that in. That was, that was a decision, a conscious decision. And we had originally made, what was it? I think a hundred and... Just 100 maybe, or maybe it was 75 samples for that first day of things to give away. And, you know, we wanted people to take them because we wanted people to find us. We ended up getting there. We ended up giving out all of them by like two that afternoon. So uh, Sarah had gone and uh, had gone and made more for us before the end of the day and brought them back at the end of the day. So we were a little out of stock of those for a little while in the middle of the day. Um, But... You know, we had, we had, I'd accidentally, not accidentally, we hadn't really planned this. We planned a little bit of the layout, but I put the Da Vinci number one on the end of the table. So when you walked past the booth, the first thing you saw was the Da Vinci. And man, did that get people into the booth. People loved stopping, looking at it. And a lot of people walked in and a lot of people looked around, but it wasn't nearly as many people purchasing as I'd expected. Now, you, with festivals, you may say to yourself, well, Colin, a festival may not be a good representative sample of a retail space because it's not like somebody drove to your location to buy something specifically from you, knowing the price and being interested in it anyway, right? So you may say that the the sample of the population is a little more uh, frugal. No, that's not the right word. They're, they're not intending to stumble upon something that costs and buy it right then and there, right? They're more of the kind of people to shop and browse and look around. And so perhaps if we had an actual dedicated retail space, the people that would stop in would be more inclined to actually buy, you know, more of our product line, which is very possible and probably true. Um, But it was, it was still, it was a very slow day um, all, all in. We actually, I mean, we made enough money so that it wasn't like we lost money that day. Like we basically broke even, you know, which is not what you want to do if you're going to spend all day out in the cold and the rain. But um, it was it was good. I got to interact with a lot of people. We did. A, I actually tried a variety of different kind of pitches and we we found not one that worked. But, you know, it was, you know, how do you approach someone who walks into your tent cold off the street? Literally. And, you know, I, I, what I found was the most effective was just a simple hello. Um, you know, I'm Colin. What's your name? And greeting people and getting to know their name a little bit. And, you know, kind of letting them browse a little bit if they were struggling with something or if they spent a lot of time with one specific thing. Oftentimes I would jump in and say, hey, that's our uh, our Murdy number two classic cut refillable journal. It's, 
It comes with the insert and the pen, which was something that we had not thought about before, but was definitely something that needed to be said and made clear. Because originally, we had, when we had showed up, we laid out all of the leather flat so people could pick their leather and then we'd put it together in front of them. Very quickly, though, it became apparent that people only people thought that all you got was the leather. So we, during the festival, we kind of put a bunch of them together so people could, and put those out on top so people could see that it came all put together, which I think was very informative and helped. Um, you know, I, and I think with the first festival, we, we only had our major retail lines. We didn't carry any of the accessories at the time because we hadn't launched them yet. So pretty much the cheapest thing at the booth was $49. We did a little bit of festival pricing, and I know what you're thinking. I thought you said no discounts. The idea behind the festival pricing was that it's just that's what it would cost to ship it. So, you know, we basically gave people the same amount off of what we would have spent to ship. So that was how we were able to do that. Um, and I think, you know, it's, I, I don't know if that helped or hurt. I, I really have no idea. But it was interesting to interact with people. We went, we went home that day. We took all of the inventory down. We left the tent up because we were allowed to. And we left the tables up because, you know, why take them down? But we, we had weights on the table because we knew it was going to storm all night. And so we said, you know what? We'll see how it goes. Sunday morning came around. And very quickly, it was came apparent that today that day was not going to be a good day. It was very rainy, almost from the start, um, to the point where there was water coming through the heating or the cooling vent at the top of the tent. So the tent had like an overlap so that it could allow heat to escape. There was water literally coming underneath that flap and in and sprinkling on the books, which was, of course, a problem. We put up all of the walls um, and we had one wall on the front that was a zippered wall to let people in and out like a door. But, you know, to be honest, it got raining to the point where we had to zip it almost all the way shut. And I don't know about you, but if I'm at a festival and I'm walking around in the pouring rain and there are tents with their flaps basically shut, I don't think to myself, I'm going to go unzip it and walk in. I think to myself, they're probably closed. The Packer game was going to be on at noon and it was going to be a good game. So, you know, it was, we knew that was going to be an issue. So I ended up calling it early. I think we ended up packing up at about noon and going back home. And that was a difficult decision to make, right? Because we'd barely broken even the day before. So, you know, how many sales could we expect today, right? But, and, and here's the thing, and this is actually what I went back to when I was kind of thinking through the decision was if the day before had been amazing and we'd earned a ton of money and it was just really good, we would have stayed. But when on a decent day or on, a, on an okay day, you barely break even, you're definitely not going to do well or break even on the next day, right? You're not, it's not going to go better than it did the first day. So we packed up early. We went home. And I thought to myself, okay, that was one weekend where the weather was pretty bad both days. Maybe it'll be better for Oktoberfest, which was a significantly and is a significantly smaller festival. So in our local area in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, they have their Strawberry Fest, which is in July or June. June? July. Anyway, it's a huge festival. I think they had 80 to 100,000 people come and it's awesome and we should definitely be part of that next year because that's got a lot of traffic. We thought Wine and Harvest Fest would be pretty good and basically what we were told was that Wine and Harvest Fest can either be really good or pretty slow depending on the weather and we found that out to be the case. And then we heard that basically Oktoberfest is really small and it depend it's it, it can be really horrible if the weather's bad. So this time around, the second time around, last weekend we went to Oktoberfest and you know, I knew we needed to slim down what we were bringing because we, we had brought way too much inventory, which 
to some extent means you just put it all out and pack it all back up. Plus, it means that it could get wet. And while the leather doesn't get damaged if it gets wet, you still don't want the, you know, it's like you, you don't want it sitting in water, right? You don't want it to be completely covered in water for extended periods of time. That's not good for anything. It, that mold will grow on anything that's wet for a while. So we wanted to make sure that that wasn't uh, an issue. So I, and, and <laughs> we'd also been in the midst of trying to figure out how to renovate the new, the, the old space and kind of make things move around. And we'd had a little bit of a, kind of a, a bit of a personnel change at the company, which I might go into a little bit at some point. But, um, so we'd seen some pretty significant changes that had happened in the company. And so the festival kind of came up on us as a bit of a surprise, right? We'd been launching a bunch of things. We, it, there's just, it's busy. And so we'd, kind of at the last minute, we're like, all right, here's what we're going to put together for our festival inventory. And we had a much smaller inventory. And, you know, I decided, Leah wasn't going to be able to be there um, for Sunday. I So I was going to basically be all by myself that day. And I was okay with that because, you know, it was good. So we looked at the weather report on Friday and it was basically going to be that on for Oktoberfest, Saturday was going to rain from about two o'clock on. And the festival started at 11. And then it was going to rain pretty hard from two o'clock on. And then Sunday was supposed to be beautiful and sunny. And so I said, look, let's not go Saturday, right? You know, obviously we've already spent the money for the festival fee, so we're not going to make that back. But it doesn't make any sense for us to like, you know, set up for something that we're not going to make any money, sit out all day in the cold and the rain to not make any sales because no one's going to be at the festival. And let's cut our losses on Saturday and, you know, work that day on something else. And then Sunday we'll go and set up early. And that's precisely what we did. And it poured rain on Saturday. And from what I heard from the people that were at the festival that day, the other vendors, it was a pretty slow day. So I don't feel too bad about that. Maybe we could have made one or two sales, but I doubt it. So Sunday we get there. I set up. We we Leah actually helps me set up that for the first hour or two, and then she had to head out. And so I was there basically from noon on by myself. And it was a very pleasant day. It was probably 60 degrees. It was a little colder, and it was beautifully sunny. And we had pretty good foot traffic, and the festival was pretty well attended from what the other vendors had said. Um, and we did a little bit better than break even. It still wasn't spectacular, but we, you know, it's not like we lost money out there, you know, so that's good. And it was really informative, actually. Um, you know, what I know the title is The Retail Disaster. So uh, I will say that from what I had expected, it was a disaster. I had expected us to sell like crazy. I thought this would be the perfect thing because, you know, once you see it in person, you'll have to buy it. And what I didn't factor in really is that a lot of people go to festivals with a budget in mind. They don't want to spend more than X dollars. And they start walking around the festival and they find things that they say, okay, I'll come back and buy that if I really like it. And they'll walk around and maybe they'll get tired and they'll say, you know what? I don't want to walk all the way back to get that. I, I don't really need it. Or they'll have that time to think more and they'll decide they don't want to buy things. And I think that's what happened to us. And that's where I was a little discouraged, but it was good because what I realized is that while I think this stuff would do okay in a retail space, and I think we're going to definitely pursue um, having our books in more retail locations, particularly in the Milwaukee area. We'll start it with a few places, and we've got a few places in mind. There's already a place right now. I think it's in Lan Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I'd have to double check there. It's, it's um, is it Ellicott? Ellicott & Co.? Alcott & Co.? Something like that. Um, but they're, uh, they're a little shop out in Pennsylvania. They already carry our products. So we're going to probably be looking into partnering with a couple more retail shops in kind of a pilot program 
type of way and see if it does well in those types of settings before we really branch out on, on for ourselves uh, and open up a retail store directly. But we are, you know, it was a really good, interesting learning experience. And next year we'll try Wine and Harvest Fest, which is the big one, and we'll see how that goes. And if it goes well, maybe we'll try wine. We'll do Wine and Harvest Fest and, uh, or we'll do Strawberry Fest and see if it goes well. And if it goes well, then we'll try Wine and Harvest Fest and Oktoberfest again and see how they do as the second time around. By that time, I think we'll have more of the accessory line launched, and I think that'll give us a better range of pricing for people who are more interested in saying, okay, well, I'm only willing to spend $25, so what have I got for my options? I think we'll have more options for them then, but, you know, who knows? And and there's a lot that could happen between now and then that could change, but it was a, it was definitely a learning experience. All right, guys, just to recap, be sure to check back tomorrow, or today, sorry, for the Campfire um, limited edition launch. We're going to be launching something new almost every week. I've got another one coming, uh, not no, not this, but next week uh, as well that I'm excited about. And we've got some more things coming probably the week after that and then the week after that. Um, one of those things hopefully will be a, a new announcement on our brand ambassador program. I know so many of you have asked about that, and I think it's something we're definitely, definitely going to do. Um, I'll send an email out to our team, to everyone, once we have uh, the more details on the brand ambassador program. So be sure to subscribe to our email list if you haven't already. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. Or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. But I do appreciate your patience. Uh, If you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. Uh, But word of mouth is still the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends. If you want to leave us a review on the podcast, go do that on the podcast platform you're listening on. It does really help us and helps other people listen to the podcast. But also leave us a review on Facebook for the company if you want to. It's murdycreative.co on Facebook as well excuse me, as well, if you click on the reviews section, there's a question on the side that says, do you recommend the Murdy Creative Co.? And you click yes, and then you can type the reason why. Um, If you're not going to leave a good review, don't bother. Uh, That being said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to uh, engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you want. I'm just kidding about the bad review. If you actually have a problem with your binder and you're upset about it, contact me. I want to make it better. I want to make it right. I want to solve this for you. So reach out to us. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.